And uh, I showed up to that, you know, elementary level machina class, and um, there was a Catholic priest in full garb sitting in my Torah class. Welcome to the YU Ideas podcast, where values-based education meets today's challenges and opportunities with your host, Rabbi Dr. Stuart Halpern. Today's guest is Associate Dean of Torah and Spiritual Life at Stern College for Women and Director of its Machina program, Shoshana Shechter. Much ink has been spilled over the supposed growing irreligiosity in America, particularly among America's youth. As the Associate Dean of Torah and Spiritual Life at Stern College for Women, you, Dean Schechter, stand at the epicenter of this very dilemma, this challenge. What have you found in your years in the field with regards to women's spiritual development during their collegiate years? Thanks, Stu. Thanks for inviting me. Um, it's interesting because there has been so much discussion about people leaving the folds, moving away from their religious or spiritual roots. Um, I have found the opposite. I have found that students are coming to us because they're looking for meaning, they're searching for meaning, they're searching for spiritual meaning. Um, and I have found that over the years, students want to connect to things that are important to them and to where they're coming from. And uh, for many years, uh, I was a student at, you know, just a little background about myself. I'm an alum of Yeshiva University, Stern College for Women. And soon after I graduated, I started teaching here. And one of the things that I learned when I was a student here is that there are students who come to Yeshiva University who have little to no formal Jewish educational backgrounds. And there really wasn't so much going on for them here. Uh, my senior year, I was editor of the Stern College Observer, and my associate editor was a student who came from a top-notch non-Jewish uh, high school, private school in Omaha. And she came, and she could have gone to Harvard, to Yale, to any of the Ivy Leagues, and she chose to come here because she wanted to learn about her Jewish roots and strengthen her Jewish identity. And... Um, I could not get over that someone like that would come to us for that reason. And yet there was no program for her here. You know, she was stuck in these sort of beginner classes that really weren't very intellectually stimulating. And uh, I started writing editorials about how we need to really be open. You know, we say, I mean, now we're saying we're the flagship Jewish university, but, you know, we were open to all types of Jews, but yet we weren't. We weren't inspiring people the way that we should have been inspired, inspiring people, especially students coming from backgrounds that weren't the typical backgrounds. So um, I had the opportunity um, to start the, soon after I graduated, I started teaching here. Um, I do teach Bible here, and I, I have the opportunity really to teach on all different levels. I, I, I started the Machina program, which is a student, a program for students coming from little to no formal Jewish educational backgrounds. And everybody, what I've seen over the years is that the students who are coming are really coming because they're looking to connect and they're looking to strengthen their Jewish identity in a college setting, intelligent students who really could have gone to so many other universities and they're coming because they're looking to grow religiously and spiritually. And the program has grown from six students, I think actually four students about 18 years ago to over 120 students now, which is a nice percentage of our undergraduate population. And everybody has a story. Everybody has a reason how they got here, how they heard about this place. I mean, crazy, really crazy stories. And yet the the underlying theme is that they're looking to connect 
religiously and spiritually. I always invite these students uh, to my house for Shabbos, like the first weekends of the semester after orientation. And uh, and I go around, I ask them, what brought you here? You know, tell me a little about yourself. Tell me about an experience that you had that brought you here. And why are you here? And everybody tells their story and everyone has a very, you know, very individualized stories. But at the end of the day, they all end with, I was looking for a way to connect religiously. So um, from my experience with Machina, I actually am doing research now for a doctoral program at Wurzweiler, and I'm researching the spiritual and religious development in emerging adulthood, because that became a passion of mine. Um, I I, I do teach on all different levels here, just, you know, at at Yeshiva University. And again, the underlying, I'll get back to my research in a few minutes, but the underlying point is that whether you're coming from um, Yeshiva education and strong Jewish education, or you're coming from nothing, you're coming, the, the reason that you're coming here, not to knock any of the great departments and the great uh, you know, education that you're getting here, but you're really coming to connect religiously and spiritually because that's ultimately what makes us you know, um, qualitatively different than other universities. Um, but you know, I'll give you an example. So I have a student, I have, you know, my students, just a little bit about my students, they come from all different backgrounds. And I would say about 60% are coming from all across the the United States with a a variety of backgrounds, but nothing very strong, you know, from either zero or, you know, some NCSY involvement maybe in in high school. And then 40% are coming from um, 35 different countries. We've had We've had students from really 35 different countries, and uh, they're coming from also, you know, pretty limited backgrounds. And I, I have had students in the past who are coming from uh, non-Jewish backgrounds, who are coming because they're looking to uh, learn about Judaism, that Judaism has spoken to them in, you know, either in a meaningful way or they want to, you know, look into it a little bit more. Uh, most of them who are coming are already, you know, maybe even started the the conversion process. So I had an interesting situation where I had a student who grew up uh, in Catholic schools and uh, decided at age 13 that she um, she believes in the Jewish God. <laughs> That's a story in and of itself. <laughs> too much for too long for this podcast. And, uh, you know, she went through conversion and, and when she, you know, she I helped her through the process. So soon after her conversion, I showed up to class one day and I teach on that level. I mean, I teach on all the levels here. I teach uh, Bible to all the different levels here. And uh, I showed up to that, you know, elementary level machina class. And um, there was a Catholic priest in full garb sitting in my Torah class. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, did a little bit of a double take and, you know, that's not the norm in, in my undergraduate, you know, Shiva University classes. And uh, my student quickly, you know, pulled me out and she said, oh, I, you know, I'm really sorry, but um, Father Daniel decided to come today. I said, well, who's Father Daniel? She said, well, he was my teacher in high school and he wanted to understand. He knew I was always searching spiritually and he wanted to understand what is this that you are, um, you, you were so attracted to and why. So he wanted to know if he could sit in on your class. So I said, okay. I would have appreciated a little more notice for that. But anyway, he sat in on my class and was very interesting. I think it was a good class also. It was an interesting class. I was doing a personal development through the book of Genesis, and um, which I do for those first-year students. And when we when I finished the class, after an hour and 50 minutes, he sat there just taking notes quietly the whole time. And he got up at the end. He said, do you mind if I, if I say something? And even if I did, I had no choice because he got up um, with everyone sitting there. And he said, you know, I just want to tell everybody. He said, I, I came today to see uh, this environment and 
you know, my students who I was very, I'm, I'm still very close with, you know, was raving about this environment, how she grew so much religiously and spiritually, and this is what she was looking for. And I was curious what this was. And I sat in on a couple classes. I sat on Rabbi Hadjif's class, and I sat in on your class. He said, I want to tell you something. He said, I grew up with a, with, um, with a, with a Jewish mother and a Catholic father. Wow. And uh, I was always looking for, for spirituality. I was always looking to connect to God. He said, my Jewish mother's family never spoke about God. Uh-huh. My Catholic father's family always spoke about God. Mm-hmm. He said, if my Jewish mother had introduced me to classes like this and to what you're offering here and to Torah, I'd probably be a rabbi now. Father Daniel is now enrolled in the Smicha program. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He is not. He is still a Catholic priest. But it's just interesting how there is what I have found, you know, back to my research, I have found that people really are searching for meaning, especially in a world of technology now where everybody's looking for deeper meaning or people who aren't looking should be looking. And at some point when they come, you know, when, when they become you know, in the emerging adults period of time um, as they grow and they mature and they, people really are looking for meaning in their lives. I feel like everyone sitting on Oprah's couch is looking for the secret to meaning in their lives. And I believe we have that, meaning I believe that Torah does give us meaning to our lives. And what I found from my research, that's why now I'm studying it for my doctoral uh, thesis, uh, my dissertation. And what I have found is that, um, you know, even more women than men, certain earlier, in other words, how do we define emerging adulthood? Mm. that's very socioculturally based, how we're mm-hmm. defining emerging adulthood. I have found in the literature, I don't think it's really defined correctly. You can't just put everything in a in a box and say, oh, it's 18 to 24-year-olds. Mm. You know, an 18-year-old's, you know, Hasidic woman um, who's married and pregnant with her first child is very different than an 18-year-old's, you know, college student who's heading to college in, you know, sure. middle America. So, um, so, you know, in terms of emerging adulthood in general, um, women uh, seek what I have found. Um, and again, I'm still in the process, so I'll let you know when I'm done with my dissertation, God willing, very soon. Um, but women uh, start the search sooner. Um, they are looking for spiritual and religious connection sooner, earlier than the men. And, uh, and, I, and, and, and the men do at some points, you know, it could be in terms of maturity, at what stages people start thinking about these things. But, uh, and also I found that that it's starting earlier and earlier. And that's what's fascinating to me because in a world that's, you know, so much deeper um, uh, technologically is uh, becomes more superficial um, spiritually. You know, I look at, I, whenever I explain about the emergence of Avraham, for example, you know, Avraham was such a primitive, technologically primitive person, but was so deep spiritually and religiously. So, you know, sometimes there's an inverse correlation between that. And I find that when you're lacking that, people are really looking. Like Shabbos becomes much more important to everybody. Everybody talks about so much, there's so much literature out there in parenting um, and outside of the Jewish world, which is looking for how do we disconnect? How do we disconnect? We have to disconnect. And we, right, exactly. And we disconnect that. That's why these students who come for Shabbos it really speaks to them. So, so this Machina program has grown tremendously. I find that there's tremendous uh, thirst for religious and spiritual development. And in fact, I would love to introduce those students to the students who grow up religious and go through the yeshiva system and uh, you know, should be able to learn from my students. And by the way, I do that also. I set up those students with more advanced students here um, to learn Bechavruta, to learn together. And sometimes the advanced students think you know, they're going into this doing me a favor and they learn. I'm not sure who learns more. I think it's those students who end up learning more because for them, they take it for granted. And here you're meeting students who are just like you who are choosing this. 
Dean Schechter, for taking us from Genesis to today's generation of spiritual seekers. We thank you so much. Okay, thanks for having me, Sue. The Why You Ideas podcast is a production of the Office of the Provost of Yeshiva University and Uri Westridge. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review if you like what you're listening to. We want to hear from our listeners. Write to us at shalpern at yu.edu. In the meantime, stay deeply rooted and forward-focused.